Good evening, members. This is the Marcus Today End of Day podcast on September the 20th, Tuesday. And a good evening it is. Our market had a good day today, up 87 points. Solid stuff. 20 of those points came from BHP alone. BHP was up 3.6%. There are conflicting headlines on iron ore. I've got the daily and iron ore price down, but there are suggestions that the Chinese are going to stimulate the economy and the building industry. And some newswires saying the iron ore price is rising on the back of that, but I can't see it in the prices. On the flip side of that, there is apparently a snap lockdown in one Chinese city today. Anyway, All good for BHP today, up 3.6%. And the resources sector led the market today, up 2.67%. ASX 200 closing at 6,806, closing on its highs as well. Banks also did well today. As I speak, the Dow futures are up 61. They were up 100 points at the high today. And half an hour ago, we're up 30. So rising at the moment into the US Open. That, of course, follows a 197 point rise last night on the Dow Jones, which was a 450 point rally from last night's low. Hong Kong market up 1.07%, Chinese market up 0.25%. The main event today was the RBA minutes, which were quite positive. They are hinting at slowing the pace of tightening. They said policy is not on a preset path, that policy operates with a lag, interest rates have increased quite quickly and are getting close to normal settings. And this is a quote, all else being equal, the case for a slower pace of increase in interest rates is becoming stronger as the level of the cash rate rises. They also reiterated their commitment to get inflation down. So mixed messages there after that was the RBA minutes. After the RBA bulletin last week, the expectation was that they were more likely to raise rates by 50 basis points on October the 4th. Now the thinking is going back to 25 basis points. Anyway, bond yields were lower in Australia today. Not in the US, though. You probably heard overnight the 10-year bond yield hit an 11-year high and the two-year bond yield a 15-year high. Plus today, we had Japanese inflation numbers at an eight-year high. They have a meeting on Thursday, as do the Bank of England. And the suggestion is that the US market turned around yesterday in the hope that the Bank of England will raise rates by 50 basis points instead of 75 basis points. And the FOMC on Wednesday night or Thursday morning our time will raise rates by 75 basis points and not 100 basis points. So in other words, this aggression will go soft on Thursday. And that perhaps is why the markets are rallying. But before we call that or do anything on the back of that prediction, remember Jackson Hole where we thought the Fed would go soft and have a soft pivot and instead they came out hard. So anything can happen on Thursday and as you'll see in the strategy section today we have left everything in cash for the moment despite last night's rally on Wall Street. Anything could happen. There are also some strategists out at the moment in the US. There are always strategists out in the US but the headline in the AFR is more pain to come for Wall Street strategists warn and you probably heard this morning that Goldman Sachs had a few 
scenarios in their research over the weekend, one of which included a moderate tightening of rates and a 14% fall in the S&P 500. And the aggressive scenario included a 23% fall in the S&P 500. Either way, there was no scenario with a gain in the S&P 500. And Morgan Stanley today argues the S&P 500 remains overvalued and analysts are not factoring in growing headwinds facing company profits and valuations. We continue to think earnings forecasts are too high for 2023, said their chief US equity strategist. All just noise. In other noise today, the Australian Treasurer Jim Chalmers talked about the October federal budget would have a 50 billion dollar improvement to the bottom line thanks to commodity prices but he also talked about a focus on labor pro- labor party priorities in the October budget including subsidized childcare. Didn't see childcare stocks going up there. And the other little announcement today was quite interesting. The Australian Bureau of Statistics announced that they will be bringing forward the reporting of CPI numbers. CPI numbers are obviously the market's major focus at the moment. And although they will revise the CPI numbers, they're going to bring them forward. And the next one will be on September 29th, so nine days away, earlier than expected. And it will cover both July and August. August. And that, of course, means it will feed into the October 4th RBA meeting. So look out for earlier than expected CPI numbers in Australia. Right, back to the stocks. Helping BHP today was Rio up 2.5%. Fortescue Metals, you probably heard, announced a $9 billion spend on hitting net zero targets by 2030. They're going to be spending money building wind and solar power plants for their project which apparently will save them billion dollars a year. Anyway, market didn't like it much, down 0.9%. Lithium flying again today. The lithium price picked up yesterday. Not by a lot, but still going up near record highs. Alchem up 4%. Pilbara Minerals up 3%. Mineral Resources up 5.3%. Iron Air up 5.3%. Liontown up 3.4%. Rare Earths also had a good day. LYC up 4.9%. SYR up 7.6%. Iluka up two and a half. NG sector was up, utilities up, consumer discretionary up. There were three of the other best sectors. At the bottom of the pack today were REITs and healthcare and telecoms. Technology missed the rally today. No big movements in there. But financials did have a good day, up 1.26%. CBA up a big 2%. Westpac 1.6%. NAB 1.8%. ANZ 1.2%. Quarry missed out on the party. It fell 0.1%. MFG up 2.8%. Platinum up 2.5%. For travel had a good trot. Qantas Flight Center EVT all up a percent or so today. Webjet up 4.2%. Gold held on to its share prices today, but not many stocks going up much. EVN probably the best up 2.4%. Newcrest up 1.4%. A few stories around today. I've told you about New Hope Coal with its record profit number up 1,000% and a special dividend price up 8.8%. Katmandu up 2.2%. Results were top end of the guidance range. BTH up 
3.5% after a trading update. NVA, Nova Minerals, down 6% after full year profits. TLG, might have a look at that one, up 2.2% on drilling results. SFR, up 2% today. Macquarie had an outperform recommendation. Target price, 35% above the current share price, SFR. Polynovo was up 9.9% yesterday on an FDA update, fell 4.7% today. Macquarie had a bit of research out. Target price, 190. Current share price, 142. And Zip, unchanged pretty much today. City had a sell recommendation. And that's about it. Rather astonishingly, in the last five minutes, the Dow futures have popped up 130 points now as I speak. Looks like we might be getting a good session tonight. Let me just check the major news items. Check we haven't missed something. China leaves lending benchmarks unchanged amid global rates squeeze. That's their monthly fix of rates. It was as expected. Let's look at the European futures. We've got European futures up 0.43%, France up 0.44%, FTSE, which is UK, up 0.91%, DAX up 0.85%. Looks like we're going to have a positive open in Europe as well. Right, that's about that. Let's see what tonight brings. It's really what Wednesday night brings that we need to worry about. Notably, last night's session in the US was the sixth lowest volume of the year as they await the FOMC meeting. That's about that. Back tomorrow. (laughs) 